Welcome to The Sweetest Little Life, where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hansen, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach, and I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. In today's episode, we are talking all things manifestation. So we are diving into the what, the why, the how, and maybe why you're being in your own way. What is stopping your manifestations from actually manifesting? We have Jen on the show today, and she is a coach, spiritual advisor, and absolutely a fountain of wisdom when it comes to manifestation. And she is going to guide us through step-by-step how to be successful with this. Stay tuned and let's welcome Jen. Good morning, Jen. How are you? Good, Courtney. How are you? So good. I am so excited to have you on the show today. I'm so excited to be here. So will you kick off this episode and give the audience a little detailed story of your journey, um, who you are, where you're from, what got you doing what you are doing now? Sure. So my name is Jen Stevens. I am a spiritual life and business coach, and my passion is really talking about manifestation. Um, I came to coaching in sort of a roundabout way. (laughs) Um, I had a couple of things that happened to me. Uh, I am originally from Vancouver, BC, but I really had this dream that one day I wanted to move to Europe. So I moved to Berlin, Germany, where I currently am. And at that time, I was feeling super um, inspired to go out and start a business on my own. And I was also really, uh, I guess, going through my spiritual awakening, and I felt really called to share some of the stuff that I was researching and learning on my own. Um, So when I started the the blog and the business, originally I was talking about um, interior design and using design as a tool to manifest things into your life. Um, My background, originally I was an interior designer. And so that's where I kind of felt comfortable. And it was a couple of years after doing that, that I realized that I'm actually really a coach and that what I really want to help people do is to live their uh, best life, to manifest their dreams and really to overcome any blocks that are holding them back. Mm, I love that. Oh my gosh. So I have to tell you, I have had so many weird synchronicities this week. Okay. And I just was writing a blog post yesterday about feng shui and how to have energy flow properly and how to affect your manifestations in your home. Right. So this is so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I used to talk about. Like I never got um, certified as a feng shui uh, practitioner, but I was definitely talking about all of that. And actually, uh, funny enough, even today, one of my top YouTube videos of all time is about feng shui so yeah that's where it originated from for sure I'm like dying I've had so many like coinkadink moments I'm like okay spirit guides I get it (laughs) it's always like that (laughs) I know it always happens all at once too and you're like ah yeah (laughs) so funny yeah okay so I know your expertise is in manifestation yes and I know a ton of people. I have a flood of emails always flowing in. And this is going to be so fun because I actually just started doing something where the audience can leave comments of questions they have for things. And I have a ton of manifestation questions. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be beautiful. Perfect. So 
let's dive into just the basics of manifestations. Um, what has worked the best for you and what do you coach your clients on? Like how, if I am completely new to manifestation and I have no idea what I'm doing, what would you suggest? Uh, well, the first thing I suggest is picking something concrete to manifest. Um, I know people still send me messages like they want to manifest love or money or something like that. And that's like a great starting point, but that's really not specific enough. Um, so if you don't really have the destination in mind, you're never going to know if you are getting there. So really, one of the first practices that I like to lead people through is a self-discovery practice and getting really acquainted with what you really want, which sometimes isn't what you think you want. Um, so that's the first place I would start. Um, the next point after that would be to start to look at your thoughts. Uh, thoughts. Basically, I believe that we manifest through our beliefs, mostly through our self-worth, through our identity. So it is a lot of times we are holding ourselves back by thinking that we are not the kind of person that deserves the relationship that we want, or that we're not the kind of person who is capable of earning the amount of money that we want. So that is really where I come in and start to help people to get on the other side of that. Um, and then after that, there's just a certain amount of trust, um, doing the work, showing up, doing the inner work, and just letting things unfold and waiting for the magic to happen. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Yes. And, I, you know, I got to tell you this story. So I was talking with a good friend of mine and she was telling me about um, her. She had worked with clients and her manifestation and she couldn't get like she knew that she wanted money, which I mean, 99.9% yeah. of people, that's what they <laughs> want to manifest. Right. Yeah. So she, she knew that she wanted money, but she couldn't figure out how. So she's like, well, why do I was like, well, why do you want money? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I want this new car. And I'm like, okay, so like, what does the car look like? What is the car? What kind of car? Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't know. I just want a car. And I'm like, okay, well, we have to get specific on what the car is. So she's like, well, I want a Lamborghini. So I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Well, why? Let's <laughs> like, why do you want a Lamborghini? Yeah. So then she's like, well, I want a Lamborghini because um, I want to find someone who is on the same level as me. And I'm like, okay, so we don't really want money. We want love. Like we're on a completely right. different like, er. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that because I feel so often we get really clouded with, you know, the, we were like, okay, I want this huge thing, but we have no idea like how it's going to serve our highest good. Yeah. And absolutely. I think that when we really get in alignment with how this is going to, like, we get money, like we want to manifest a million dollars. Like, what are we going to do with that million dollars that is going to be for our highest good? It's not going to be going out and buying a Lamborghini to mm -hmm. find your boyfriend. <laughs> so Yeah, that's really funny. Actually, the examples I always refer to is like people want a million dollars or a Lamborghini. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, this really happened. True story. I don't know why. Those are the two things. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. Oh, go I mean, ahead. of course, it's good to pursue goals, but that's again why I really begin with the questioning um, yourself because, yeah, again, sometimes we're just programmed to want these things and it's not really the thing on the surface that you want. It's, you know, yeah, the boyfriend or whatever else, respect from somebody you went to high school with or some, something like that. And as long as you can own that, then that's great. But you really just need to know what the why is before you can move forward. Yes. Okay. What's the next step? Um, okay. So the first step was um, getting to know yourself, getting to know the real reasons behind your desires. And then the second step was to look into your limiting beliefs or anything that's popping up in your mind that's telling you that you can't have 
whatever it is. So that is, like I said, that is really I the core of where I come into it because yeah. we are really good at telling ourselves stories about, uh, you know, fears and limitations. We are really <laughs> experts at getting in our own way. And the reason for that is um, because our subconscious mind is actually not on board with the things that our conscious mind wants. And our subconscious mind, part of it, just really wants to keep us safe and secure. And it automatically thinks that anything new and different in the world is going to be a threat. So it kind of wants you to give up and kind of wants you to just stay at home and not take any chances or not do anything new. So you really have to learn how to understand that process and not take it personally and then that usually can help you to get the power to go on the other side yes and what are some powerful exercises that maybe people can do to figure out what their limiting beliefs are well i mean the first thing is just to start to notice the stories that are coming into your mind and that can be really illuminating um, because we're so good at telling ourselves these stories that often we don't even realize that they are just stories. So any belief that's like, I could never make this kind of money or that kind of partner would never date me. Um, we've been probably telling ourselves the same thing for years. So the first step is becoming aware of what those beliefs are. And the second step is questioning whether or not that belief actually has any root in reality. And most of the time, 99% of the time, it doesn't. There are very few things that our mind believes that are actually scientifically true, <laughs> which means that we can always interpret things a different way. And when you understand that, then that gives you also the power to start to choose what you actually want to believe. And when you actually consciously choose your beliefs and choose the beliefs that support your manifestation, that is when you start to integrate the whole thing. And that is when the sort of magic starts to happen. Yes. You know what I think is so amazing too? And I will never, I think this is something that's always going to be like an aha moment for me, mm -hmm. but like how our subconscious holds on, like our bodies are amazing in general, right? Mm -hmm. But how our subconscious holds on to stories that, you know, our parents told us mm -hmm. or a friend told us in second grade that we've held on to this entire time. And we have no idea we're carrying that belief around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, part of, part of the reason for that is when we're, when we're children up to the age of around seven, we are just basically our subconscious mind walking around yeah. in the world. <laughs> so whatever is happening around us, whatever our mom is saying to us or whatever we're watching on TV or whatever is happening, we're absorbing that without any filter. So we have picked up all kinds of stuff, all kinds of beliefs about ourselves and the world that aren't actually what we want or what we would choose for ourselves. So in to take it away from manifestation, I think that is just such an important process to become conscious of this whole idea and to realize that there are things that you are holding on to in your brain that aren't serving you and that this is your opportunity as a grown adult to go back in and choose what you actually want to believe. Yes. And the patience of holding on because it is a journey. Oh, yeah. It's a journey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish it could just happen in one afternoon, but unfortunately, no. <laughs> yeah. So to the audience, this is not a 24-hour process. Yeah, no, unfortunately. You can't have a Lamborghini in one day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So step three. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so step three would really be the integration process. So if you've set your intentions, you're starting to work on the man uh, on removing the limiting beliefs. Um, that would just be kind of sitting back and receiving, um, waiting for things to happen. But I wouldn't suggest just waiting. <laughs> I always suggest taking action. Um, the thing that usually happens, though, is when you integrate uh, new beliefs and you start to feel more confident and you start to feel like a slightly different, better version of you, then you usually get inspired to take action that maybe this action before is something you would never have done because you were living in that fear and self-doubt state. So there is an action element involved. People always want to jump to the action part and just have me tell them exactly what they need to do to make things happen. Um, it doesn't really work like that. Like the action, of course, is different for everybody. But uh, I look at energy as being your emotions, your words, and your actions. It's not just one part of you. So the energy you put into the world in, through action is equally as important as your intentions and your beliefs. So really, it is a whole process. And when you look at it that way, I think it becomes so much easier to put all the pieces together. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Have you read the book, uh, The Seven Spiritual Laws by Deepak Chopra yet? Uh, no, I don't think I have. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, so I just got done reading it. Okay. And he was talking about in Manifestations how important it is to um, basically the whole faith without works is dead. So we can manifest all day long, but when we're just sitting, like waiting for something to fall in our lap, right. like nothing is ever going to happen. We have to be operating out of that sacral chakra to truly um, get in that creative flow to actually have the courage to move forward with our action steps. Yeah. And when we do that, things start to just align in place. But he was saying the kicker was, so often people think get in this like kind of selfish manifestation mode mm -hmm. when really, I mean, we have the law of polarity. So it's a give and take. So it's like, where are you serving? Where are you giving back to be able to receive? Absolutely. And that is just so powerful because I feel like a lot of times this is where people get snagged up mm -hmm. is they get in this, um, I want, I want, I want. And it's not in that mindset of, okay, how can I serve? How can I give back with this? What can I do to help someone with this? Absolutely. And I feel like when we step into that, magic just starts flowing in from every corner. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Some of, uh, some of the process of manifestation is so hard to explain because things start lining up, synchronicities start happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really believe, yeah, the action is such an important piece of it. And yes, like, like you said, um, giving back, like looking at your, yourself in terms of the ecosystem of the, in, of the world and not just on what you, your ego wants. <laughs> so important. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cause we want to operate out of ego. It's safe. It's comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, actually I think a lot of, I mean, I shouldn't say that, but some of the manifestation teachers out there really focus on that. It's like, just get what you want, which sounds mm -hmm. amazing. But I mean, I think manifestation tool is an amazing tool. Of course, I love it so much, but I think we can use it for so many more things than what we're being sold in like the popular media. Um, so yeah, that is yeah. actually another thing I'd like to talk about the potential we all have as a collective to manifest a better world. <laughs> yes, I know. I love that. So this year I'm because I do stuff with my kids, little fun things and we did something this year for manifestation, but mm -hmm. we hung, um, so we took these little like wooden ornaments and I have this fig tree in my house and 
we wrote down all our manifestations for the year. So we each as a family wrote down five things we wanted to manifest for ourselves and then five things we want to manifested for the oh, world wow. or just as a collective together. I love that. And so every time something comes true, we take the wooden little ornament off the tree. So we can see throughout the year and then on, you know, January 1st of next year, we'll see, you know, our progress and what has happened. And it's been like a fun little tradition to do. That's amazing. And to teach, teach the kids kind of the balance to, you know, give back and how amazing this can be. Um, And so what's really cool, though, is seeing um, how fast things start to accumulate when you're starting to really get in alignment with the universe and raise that energy frequency versus staying just stagnant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that whole concept. And I love that you are training your kids to do that. And I love that you are thinking about giving back in such a amazing way. But yeah, that visual representation, like that is such a powerful thing. Um, again, because our subconscious mind can creep in and tell us that, you know, nothing's happening and nothing's changing. And why am I bothering? But when you can see that powerfully in front of you on a tree, like seeing how far you've come, like that is such another amazing tool that will help you to strengthen your belief and what you can do. So that's really great. Yeah, so much mm-hmm. fun. So what is your favorite visualization technique? Um, well, I mean, just <laughs> I, I'm pretty old fashioned. I like just setting a timer and uh, thinking of a specific thing for like 10 minutes or so and like just letting my mind go there. Um, I do do some guided meditations at times, but uh, yeah, most for me, myself, I usually just do it myself. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about for you, but for me, like when I do my visualizations, I feel one of the things that was really a turning point for me, my personal journey in manifestation was holding on to that feeling Mm -hmm. because so often we can't attach to the feeling of what it's like to already have arrived. So if your manifestation is to be a millionaire and that's what you're holding on to and you don't listen to another thing in this podcast, (laughs) what does it feel like to be a millionaire? Like how do you hold on to that feeling as if you are already there? If you were a millionaire, how would you wake up and spend your morning? How would you spend your day? What would you be doing? And it's to show up for that woman already as if you have already arrived. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think people get caught up um, in the difference between where they are and where they want to go. And it's like, well, I'm not a millionaire yet. So I can't like go for a swim in my pool. So I'm not going to do this. But the feeling is so much different than the physical reality. So yeah, Yeah. it, it is really important to connect with that. And of course, everyone's vision is going to be different. And what they're manifesting is going to be different. But yeah, the way I teach manifestation is that the feeling comes first and then your outer world will eventually catch up. So it's really up to you to strengthen your belief, to hold on to the feeling and to keep believing no matter what your current reality is showing you, which can be really difficult sometimes. But yeah. Yes. I know one of the questions uh, that was asked um, in the comments was, uh, what does it mean to raise your frequency? And it's like, you know, in simplistic terms, I feel like the biggest thing is that feeling once you can arrive at attaching to that feeling in be showing up for that person every day your frequency is naturally going to rise because you're not going to be stuck in the broke yeah, mentality absolutely absolutely 
or the scarcity or, you know, whatever you're manifesting, you're not going to be stuck in that world. You're going to be already projected into right, the new exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, you want to break the pattern of whatever, <laughs> wherever you're feeling stuck, um, because our current habitual thoughts have created our current reality. So if you want to get to your next level, you need to break the pattern and start to believe new thoughts, have new feelings. And it all evolves from there. Yes. Okay. So while we're on questions, let's okay. throw another one at. Okay. So this is from Stacy in Philadelphia. Okay. So I can't let go. What does letting go mean? Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, letting go can be really difficult. I mean, I that's such a general question without any details. It's hard for me to answer that. Um, so if you, for example, if you just had a breakup and you are going through the heartbreak and the pain like right now, it is okay to be in that. You don't have to rush yourself through it and get to the letting go part just yet. Um, I think, again, in manifestation, sometimes we get caught up in trying to feel good all the time. But we can also allow our natural emotions to come up and we can process them. We can be humans. Um, so sometimes it, you, I wouldn't rush myself to letting go necessarily. Um, yeah, if it's letting go of the manifestation, um, that would just be trust. I, I think letting go comes from a deep sense of trust. So if you are trying to manifest something and you keep putting out the same intention or you keep wondering, where is it? That just kind of indicates to me that you're not really trusting the process. You're still worrying. You're still in that fear state. You're still coming back to the beginning of the problem. If you were really believing that you were on the path, that it was going to happen, that it's in the bag, it's just a matter of time, then you probably aren't going to let your mind get cluttered up with all these feelings. You probably are going to you know, sort of just relax into this new identity of where you are instead of obsessing about it. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> that made perfect sense. Okay. That was beautiful. I love that. And I think so often too, um, like, you know, you kind of touched on all the um, spiritual gurus mm -hmm. out there, but you know, so funny. So yesterday I was like, you know how you watch something, you're like, <laughs> yes, because it's so perfect. So I was, I, I follow um, this spiritual person mm -hmm. named Saw and he was talking about, you know, he and he's just so real and so honest. And I, I just appreciate how he delivers messages, um, just yeah. cutthroat, you know, about everything. And so he was saying, he's like, I am so sick of all the love and light people. <laughs> laughing and he's like, you know, he goes, the spiritual journey and your journey self-growth is not all love and light. And he goes, you are going to have darkness. You are going to walk through things that do not feel good. But he's like, it's how you walk through it that matters. It's not pretending that everything's okay on the outside if it's not. It's acknowledging your body and your mind and getting right with where you're at and accepting yourself along the journey with where you're at but handling it in a different way than what you used to. And I was like, yeah. God, that is so. Get in that space of feeling like they need to be perfect all the time. If they're on the spiritual journey or if they're a coach or if they're, you know, a spiritual guru or whatever your journey is, 
mm-hmm. but feeling that need to always show up in a certain way. And I feel like when we can get to that space of authenticity and just being real that, you know, we walk through dark stuff. That's how we grow. That, that is what a journey is. A journey is not all walking through tulips. And yeah. so I think that that letting go, like you were talking about ties so much into what he was saying too, because it letting go is not like pretending it never happened. It's acknowledging it, loving yourself through it, but also taking it as a lesson of like, okay, this is a chance for me to grow. This is a chance for me to not have to control the outcome and turn it over to God source love and be able to continue to move forward with my life, but in a different way now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Um, all the when I'm talking about subconscious beliefs, like a lot of that is shadow work. A mm. lot of that is embracing the parts of us that we'd rather maybe keep in the shadows. Yes. Um, but there's such strength there. And there is such growth there. And actually, I think I found more of my power doing that sort of work rather than just sort of trying to stay in the good vibes all the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I find the transformation always in manifestation or in life, it usually comes from the stuff that you uh, find the most difficult. So yeah, that's just the way human life is. And even when we get our manifestations, like the, it's not ever going to just be sunshine and rainbows and daisies. (laughs) Uh, There's always going to be a dark side and we're always going to be encountering problems. So we need to stop, you know, trying to pretend that that um, that they don't exist and just, you know, get really good at embracing the journey and embracing the process and loving ourselves at every step, as you said. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes the, you know, the people think, you know, when they do shadow work, they're like scared of the shadow or scared mm-hmm. that it's so dark. And, you know, really it just is. So with darkness is light, lightness is dark. Uh, yeah. Same thing with the law of polarity. But I really appreciate when people come at it just so open to being able to grow because I feel in my personal journey I mean the darkest point of my life is actually what saved my life I felt like it was almost God being like I'm going to take apart every piece of you that you think you know we're going to lay it here and then we're going to build you up to how I want you to be yeah and that's I feel like that's when you step into your purpose like that's when embodiment happens because we're able to get to such a place of humbleness and vulnerability and with my story, I was like, I wanted to just hide for two months because I was like, how did I let my life come to this? Like, how did I do this? And looking back now, I can see that was one of my pivoting points in my life to push me into everything that I was manifesting, everything that I was blocking myself. I had to break and hit this rock bottom in order to get on the path that I was destined to be on. Yes. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We, we all go through stuff. And it was so funny because I feel like, you know, a lot of people um, feel shame or guilt about their story. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we all have something like we all have our secrets or, you know, it's all there. And um, yeah. when I started actually getting honest and actually telling my story and what happened to me, I cannot I was like flooded with emails that were like, oh, my gosh, I did the same thing. Um, I, I, I'm sober, I'm this, I'm that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing to me that everyone has been on a certain path, but is so afraid and in so much fear and shame in coming forward with it, because that's what society teaches us. You know, you like, you're supposed to be a certain way. And if you're not this way, like you're a bad person. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm going to say like, basically every coach I know is a coach because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they went through something. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know we've all got deep dark stories. Exactly. <laughs> that's what oh, makes that's us like empathetic. Yeah, that's the ultimate light worker though, right? Because we know we've been through it and we know we learned so much. And now we want yeah. to give back. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I just think that I get chills even talking. I just think that it's, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful how it's like just full circle and so if you are out there and you're feeling, you know, like this is a low time for you as it is for a lot of people, like yeah. 2020 and 2021 have not been easy. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, just hold on because I, and you know, it's always those moments when you're like, I can't go forward. I'm quitting. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, those moments that bring you to your knees. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, if I could just fast forward you just a year, you'll see like this, you're here for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So I would love to touch on, um, you were talking about as a collective, let's touch on that because I feel like that's a topic that's not talked about very often. Manifesting as a collective. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, that is, (laughs) that is a very good point. And I agree that there, there doesn't seem to be anything like that out there in the world. And maybe that's my call to go out and create it. Um, Here's your sign girl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think, I, like I said, I, I believe manifestation is such a powerful tool. And like, what could happen if a bunch of us got together and started sort of, maybe not manifesting the exact same things, but sort of started working towards a collective goal? Like, mm. how many mountains could we move if we come together and use this for something beyond ourselves? So, yeah something to think about. (laughs) I know. I'm like, let's make this magic happen. (laughs) I'll get on it. (laughs) I know. Okay. So we'll do two more questions if you're cool with that. Yep. Beautiful. Okay. So let me find some good ones here. Okay. So let's do. Okay. So let's do Rachel from California. Mm Mm-hmm. I have been trying to manifest for a year. I know my what, and I'm trying to figure out how I can make it come to life. I am seeing no action steps put in front of me. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. And I would suggest, I, I mean, again, it's hard to say um, without knowing what exactly is going on, but I'm going to suggest that you are probably trying to manifest something really, really big. And I would suggest breaking it down into something a little bit smaller and more manageable. So, yeah. yeah. So, I I mean, again, if you're trying to manifest like a money goal, for example, break it down into something like half of that (laughs) or something. Just break it down and see if you can get a change or get some momentum um, when you do that. When you uh, aim for a really large goal, sometimes your brain just gives up your brain is like this is never going to happen so it doesn't even go and do its magic of thinking of some aligned action for you to take so that just really means to me that it is you're aiming a little too far and a lot of like like i said at the beginning everyone asks for the million dollars for the lamborghini um i would suggest starting off especially with money starting off a little smaller i know no one wants to hear that but that is really the best thing to do yes (laughs) I know. So when I was working with the coach, um, I was told too, which really helped me because I was doing the same thing. I was like trying to manifest, um, I, you know, everyone starts out with a million dollars, right? That's yeah. like, I feel like the go-to. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah. And so <laughs> she's like, okay, why don't we start with something that like you can get quickly? 
And so um, I manifested a certain job I wanted to get that would bring in, you know, several uh, in consistent income. And it was like a company that I had been wanting to work with, but it was super specific. It was super tangible and it was something that I could see results in right away. And so when I got the, this manifestation to come true and I did the action steps and I did all the things and I started working with this company, it was like, I had this like surge of energy to keep moving. And it gave me this boost of confidence and knowing like, Hey, I'm worthy of this. I just got like, I, I can do this. And so then you move on to like the next step versus the next, you know, where your brain's going to have an overdrive meltdown. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, if you're banging your head against the wall thinking nobody's giving me a million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. You're gonna... I'm not winning the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> I keep buying lotto tickets. It's not happening. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, that is a great action step. Like going to the next the, the more believable thing. I know again, no one wants to hear that, but it's really, it'll give you so much more confidence. It'll put you into alignment. Things will start moving and you can keep growing from there. It's not a one-time only thing. That's what I also, also like to tell people. People think that they want to manifest a million dollars, manifest it once and then that's it. <laughs> yes. But, but this is a skill that you learn and you can keep doing over and over again. So there's no rush to get to like a finish line. You can, you can keep going. <laughs> the journey right. continues. <laughs> it is a lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But our brains just want that instant gratification yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have Tiffany from South Dakota. Mm -hmm. I have been making vision boards. Does it matter if I make them with magazines or on my phone? Oh, that. no, not at all. You can do anything you want with a vision board. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I mean, the phone is great because you look at it all the time. You could make one on your desktop, on your uh, computer, um, having one on your wall in your house. Um, for me, back when I was a designer, I was like, I don't want this thing out <laughs> in the open. Um, so when I was talking about interior design as like a method of manifestation, my whole approach was why not use your whole home as a vision board? And pick items to put in your home to represent different things that you want. So there are so many ways you can play with that. Um, yeah, you can just let your imagination go wild. There is no right or wrong way. The way the vision board works is just to cue you back in, cue your subconscious mind to come back in to focus on your goals. So there is no right or wrong. Yes, I love using Canva too. Oh, yeah. um, when, when I do my vision boards, because I actually... Cause I do moon circles every month. And mm. so we, a lot of times we'll do vision boards like in that with the new year. Mm. And so that's fun to like, you know, craft and do your vision board, but real realistically, like you're not going to hang that up in your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a lot of times I'll do a Canva, like just kind of a collage and I'll have it as my um, set screen on my phone. So every time I'm looking at my phone, which let's be real, we all look at our phone 5 million times a day. Exactly. When we click that, that's the first thing that we see when we set our lock screen to that. So I feel like that's a really great way to kind of start rewiring your subconscious as well. Because, you know, when you're constantly seeing it and visualizing isn't just cutting out magazine pieces. I mean, it can be you have your Canva design, you have your, your vision board, you do your visualizations where you're actually attaching to the feeling and taking that time to meditate and get in that space. So I think it's really custom to what feels good for you and what you're going to see the most of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the thing for me, I found with magazines, sometimes I wouldn't be able to find an image to represent the thing that I wanted. <laughs> Same. So, 
uh, doing it digitally is way easier, I think. And you could just do a, a private Pinterest board. Like you don't even, yeah, you can do it all kinds of different ways. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I got to tell you the story with vision boards. So, um, when I, uh, probably, oh goodness. So my daughter's six. So it was six years ago. So, um, so I, before I got pregnant with my daughter, I had made a vision board to hang up in my office and I could not find like a picture of exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So at the time I only had my son and I, it was a picture of like parents doing more things with their kids outside. So it was a picture out of a magazine of a little boy riding his bike and the mom and dad, um, behind him and the mom and dad were holding up this baby kissing her. And it was a little girl and I was like, oh, this will work. So I, I slapped it on my vision board and like, this is just like symbolizing that we're doing more stuff as a family. We're outside. Okay. Lo and behold, you guys, I am no, no bullshit. A month later, I was not planning on getting pregnant. I had no intention of getting pregnant for at least a couple of years or me and my husband weren't even married yet. I get a positive pregnancy test and I have a little girl now. And so <laughs> always notice the details in your vision board. I am so thankful that that happened the way it did. However, it's just so funny because it's like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy how, you know, the details matter. Yeah, they totally matter. And we're accidentally yeah. manifesting all the time. <laughs> yes. And we have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So pay attention to what you are putting on your vision yeah. board. Yeah. What you're putting on your vision board, the words you tell yourself, it all matters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that till just now. <laughs> So, so funny. funny. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's insane. I look back and I'm like, okay, I think this is my pivoting moment knowing manifestation really works. <laughs> okay. So let's do one more. I had so many. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the one that would be most relevant to help everyone. Okay. So let's do – oh, gosh. I feel like I'm going to slaughter this name. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's Genesis. If I said that wrong, because the spelling's a little creative, I am so sorry. Okay, so Genesis asked, is journaling the same thing as manifesting? Mm. Well, no, but it can be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, mm, yeah. yes and no. Yes and no. Um, I actually, journaling is one of my most favorite manifestation tools. And I actually have a workshop on how to do manifestation journaling. So I am definitely a fan of journaling, but there are so many different kinds of journaling um, and they're all amazing. So it really depends on what kinds you're doing. But for me, if I want to, I mean, I teach a bunch of different methods, but uh, basically if you are wanting to visualize and maybe you're having problems with visualization or maybe you just find your mind wanders off when you're trying to meditate, I would recommend writing out your vision, writing it out, scripting it. Um, that is yeah. such a powerful tool. It's one of my favorites. So I hope that, I love that. gets it. <laughs> but if you're just writing, dear journal, here's how my day went. Yeah, no. You, ha you have to be intentional with how you're journaling. Yeah, absolutely. Not like the I love that. seventh grade journal. <laughs> yes. So maybe we can, I will link um, your manif journal manifestation uh, to the show sure. notes so people can kind of link to that if you guys have any questions or want to kind of get some guidance on that. Great. 
Beautiful. Okay. So I am so thankful that you got to join us today and all of your knowledge and wisdom on manifestation. And I know a lot of people are going to want to connect with you. And like I said, I will include all these links for you guys in the show notes. We covered so much today and I know you guys have a lot of takeaways. So if you missed the episode, we will make sure that it gets emailed to you. So where can everyone connect with you directly if they have questions or want to reach out? So uh, if you want to find me, come on, come on over to the site. It's www.theallinedlife.co. Um, but I'm hanging out on Instagram basically every day. So you can find me there at The Aligned Life and you can send me a DM there. I'd love to connect with you. I'm on all the social channels at The Aligned Life. And yeah, that's where you can get me. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Courtney. Yes, we will connect so soon. Yes, perfect. Okay, bye-bye. If you guys are looking for some spiritual goodies or ways that you can increase with crystals, journals, manifestation tools, head on over to thesweetestlittlelife.com. And even if you are just searching for a friend for a gift, I am sure you will find what you need. We have added so many new things to assist you on your journey. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this beautiful Thursday. I hope you guys got so much out of today's episode and enjoyed kind of just the real raw conversation. I seriously believe in you. I know that you are capable of amazing things. And if you just use these tools and even take away just one thing today and put it into practice, I promise you will start to see results. As always, me and Jen are both available for questions. You can catch us on the gram and I will send out the show notes. And if you are curious how to get on for the freebies and the show notes, we oftentimes include gifts or free courses that you can be a part of. Simply go to thesweetestlittlelife.com, click on podcast, and at the top, you can join in to be on our uh, collective group to receive these emails. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave a comment of any questions you would like answered in future episodes. I am so excited to be involving everyone in the audience and answering your specific questions each episode with the guests that can answer it best. Love you guys all so much. 